This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to A Page Too Far, the show where each week one of us reads a book and tells the other all about it. Will it be bad? Will it be good? Let's find out. My name is Patty O'Connor O'Brien O'Sullivan, and this is my co-host for the evening, a man with leprosy. Hi, I have leprosy. Are you hanging in there? Are you falling to pieces? I'm going to keep my eye on you. I don't know. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I'm fine with you not doing that. How How do you... Uh, this is like an improv class where there's just like, be a banana. Right. No, it's very, I, I, we do this to each other every time. We do. We it's, do. It's very difficult to yeah. be put on the spot. How, how do you, how do you be a man with leprosy? Uh, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> kill me. Leprosy is manageable nowadays. Yeah. 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 Nowadays it's not, I don't want to say it's not too bad, but it's not as bad. I don't think there's a cure. So yeah. you still have to stay away from people, but yeah. you don't fall to pieces now. I'm pretty sure. So. Man with leprosy. Man with leprosy. That's me. No oh, fuck. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Mm. Are you like me? Have you felt it? The yearning. The pull to return. That's how I started our bonus episode on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Return. I, I have felt once again... The urge to dive back in. Oh, God damn it. That's to right. You told me this. To the magical realms of vibrations and crystal magic. Oh, you're right. It's been, so, it's been 10 episodes since I've talked about this sort of thing. Has, was, the, what was 10 episodes ago? The Magic of Unicorns it was, was the last Unicorns one. was 10 episodes was ago? 10 epi- I think it was like episode Holy 21, 22, cow. something like that. It's damn. been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> It hasn't felt wow. like it, but it No, does. it hasn't. It really hasn't. We haven't done woo-woo in a while. So the book I chose for this week yes. is titled Summer with the Leprechauns. Oh. A true story. Oh, okay. Uh, I have the book here with me. Oh, you do? Oh, look at that. There oh. it is. Oh, good Lord. Okay. I mean, it's just a, it's just a cottage. It's just it's, a, a very Irish looking cottage. It's a picture of a cottage. It could green... also be like Middle England. The green cover with uh, swoopy golden letters. There's a leprechaun sitting in the L. There's a picture of the woman. Yeah, <laughs> she looks no, exactly that makes like sense. what you'd expect. <laughs> uh, her name is Tannis Hallowell. I'll bet that's not how you say it if she's Irish. Uh, probably not. Uh, that's that's the way it's spelled, though. Uh, the genre is what I would call woo-woo. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was published by uh, Blue Dolphin Publications in 1997. Oh, 97. Okay. And it is 191 pages long. Yeah, average. So, without any further ado, let's get into Summer with the Leprechauns. Summer with the Leprechauns, a true story. So, what are leprechauns? What, what do you think leprechauns are? Leprechauns are mystical creatures that uh, by all accounts, either live at the end of a rainbow, which I've also heard is not true, and have pots of gold, which I've also heard is not true. And sometimes they're good and like help people, and then sometimes they're bad and mislead people. They're kind of a catch-all for anything that happened. You blame a leprechaun, whether it's good or bad. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, leprechauns are diminutive fairy folk native to Ireland who wear red clothing and live in caves or tree trunks. I think that person's colorblind. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. They're red-green colorblind. Uh, the name Leprechaun is derived from the Gaelic Lucurpan. You did not pronounce that correctly. I heard someone say it that way, so that's how I'm going. <laughs> Lucurpan. I just, if it's Gaelic, I just assume it's it said could, wrong. Probably. Yep. Probably. That's the closest I can get. Uh, and that Lucurpan means little assholes, basically. <laughs> pretty pretty close. I've heard that they're mischievous. Um, so they just switched the, the P and the CH. Kind of, yeah. I don't, Lucurpan, I'm not sure Lucurpan. how that came about yeah but that's that's it it is believed that the leprechaun myth came about during the eighth century oh it's very old yeah but also i don't know i didn't have a concept of when that legend came about like when when irish folklore takes place but yeah i guess yeah i could see it the first uh work of fiction containing leprechauns was extra fergus MacLetty. Which is definitely said wrong, yep. but I'm not even going to try that one. That's okay. It translates to the adventure of Fergus, son of Letty. I have heard of that in my travels. In the in the story, um, Fergus falls asleep on the beach and he wakes up to three leprechauns dragging him into the sea. Oh, dope. And then he captures them mm-hmm. and they give him three wishes so to be so they can be released. Is it right? three wishes each or one? No, one, they each one give wish him one per... wish. Oh. So like oh. in each wish he gets, he lets them go. So over time, the stereotypical image of the leprechaun changed into the one we are now familiar with. Green clothes, red beards, and pots of gold. There's a bit about the myth where they are cobblers and yeah. all the money they make is the pots of gold. They They hoard it. Oh, interesting. And uh, and they, they don't spend it, which, why are you making it if you're not spent? I don't know. I mean, the, that's just true of capitalism today, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean. <laughs> uh, also, a leprechaun is the mascot for the best goddamn cereal that was ever fucking made. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> it's lucky goddamn charms. Yeah. No, there's you, you cannot go wrong with a bowl of lucky charms. Look, it is parts of a nutritious breakfast. And balanced. And it's awesome. And if you don't agree, you're an asshole. That definitely wasn't personal. <laughs> definitely wasn't personal at all. I don't have baggage. <laughs> <laughs> In the preface of the book. Yep. The author claims to have lived in a cottage with leprechauns. She snow whited it. And asserts that she is, in fact, mentally stable. So there's an interesting part there, right? Yeah. Because there's a phenomenon when somebody says they're sane. Right. The automatic response is that, no, they're not sane. Yeah. There, there, there is no definitive like proof of anything, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's nothing. It's just if somebody says, I'm not crazy. They're crazy because they, they, they understand that what they're saying is crazy, right? It sounds ludicrous. So they're, they're already by trying to convince other people of that, they're yeah. already kind of failing the test, right? They're starting off on wrong footing and yeah. then cause everyone else is like, okay, you recognize that it's crazy yes, and you're still saying it. Yes. So you are definitely crazy. Right. <laughs> right. If your source is bro, trust me. Um, <laughs> she never says that. That's good. But she also claims that there is overwhelming evidence for elemental beings, including leprechauns. Are leprechauns elementals? Uh, Yes. We'll get into that. Okay. I'm excited for that. And she, (laughs) so she says there's overwhelming evidence. Just thought they were good at making cookies inside a tree. Those are elves. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) 
I'm touchy about my Keebler lore. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I love Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Come on. So, uh, so she says there's overwhelming evidence for this. Mm-hmm. And then she quotes a bunch of authors from 100 years ago who all say, oh, yeah, they're real. I... <sighs> What? She, she proved her point. She, if your source is bro, trust me. <laughs> no, that's totally right. She totally did that. Oh my God. I didn't even think of it that way. That's it's, great. It's bro, trust me. These guys said it too. Yeah. That's her source. Aside from the fact that she lived with them as well. That too. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. she's eyewitness testimony. Right. You know? Right. So she kind of casually mentions that she has the ability to read people's minds. Oh, just throwing that out there too. In the in the preface. Okay, preface. I usually say preface, but I wanted to say preface just to see if you would say anything. You have said it both you said it both ways I did, this yeah. show. Th- this happens a, this happens a lot throughout the book. With that she can read people's minds or that she just throws out an assertion that Yes, that she can read people's minds, but then she'll just gain superpowers as the book goes. Oh, okay. And she's like, oh, and I've also been able to lift two-ton cars since I was five. Okay. Yeah. All right. It just keeps happening. And I'm like, queen. I'm like, could you just, like, lay out everything right now? Because I'm tired of being surprised. I want a, I want a biography. Uh, or this, an autobiography. I mean, this is technically partly her biography. Yeah, but I want a the whole bit. shtick. <laughs> like, chronological order. So, the story begins, as many stories do. Once upon a time. In Toronto, Canada. She had just lost a 16-year-long relationship with a man. Very tough. She was losing interest in her career. Yeah. And she put her house up for sale. Nice. She just wanted to change her life. Just move move somewhere else and start over. She wanted to get away from everything, and she also wanted to work on her spiritual enlightenment. She wanted to become enlightened. I'm okay with the first one, and I'm okay with the idea of the second one. Uh, Through a friend, she finds a small cottage for rent in rural Ireland. Uh, when she arrived, the owner of the cottage informed her that he had sold the cottage mm-hmm. and she would only be allowed to live there for one month. Wait, so she, she moved there. She didn't move there. She's taking a trip there. She was planning to oh, stay there okay. over the summer. Okay. Okay. So she was taking a trip there, planning to stay over the summer, but the guy, he didn't tell her that before she committed. Uh, well, she just arrived. Oh, she just showed like, up. She yeah. didn't have any prior contact. Yeah. Oh, and so okay. he's like, he's like, okay. I can rent it to you for a month, but I sold it and they're moving in, right. in a month. Right. So that's about as long as I can give you. Okay. She planned it to be all, be there all summer. Right. So it was a little right. bit of a, oh fuck. Well, this sucks, but she's going to make the best of it anyway. The second she enters the cottage, yeah. she is met by four small people. Oh, a man, a woman and two children. Oh, uh, they're all below four foot. Okay. The little man informs her that they have been living there for hundreds of years. Dope. And if she wanted to stay there in peace, Mm. Mm. (laughs) she would have to agree to some conditions. Does she get to know those conditions up front? They actually don't tell her up front. (laughs) Oh, no. They're like, you'll have to to do something for us. And then they disappear. (laughs) In a flash or just? Just kind of wink out. Okay. Gone. And she was she before they disappear. She agrees, even though she doesn't. I was going to say, I was going to say, if she doesn't explicitly, they're 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 not Faye, but they sound close enough, right? And and she's like, I I guess I have no choice. Sure, I'll do it. And they're like, All right, we'll get back to you. You can say no. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say anything. It, it, like, they're, like, borderline threatening her. Yeah. They're like, if you want to live here in peace and not be harassed, then you got to do a job for us. Hey, One look, last job. Look, all I'm saying, you son of a bitch, Ivan. <laughs> look, all I'm saying is next time I come in here, there better be a roll of 20s, you know? <laughs> uh, there's <laughs> So chapter three of this book is titled Leprechaun Evolution. <laughs> it sounds like a movie it does and i want to see I mean, that movie there, there's a there's a horror series about a leprechaun there is, is and it it, called uh, leprechaun? it's a uh, warwick davis is the leprechaun is he, oh my god yes. yeah that's funny so every chapter in this book is like a day so there's close to 30 chapters in the book I, so she chronicle chronicles each day that works that word works but that's not what i was going for chronologizes <laughs> chronologizes that's a <laughs> And I'm going to be honest with you, 30 to 40% of this book is just her vacation in Ireland. There's some chapters where she just walks around and occasionally talks to locals. Huh. And I'm like, I want to talk about creepy little leprechauns. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, get to the meat of the thing. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Uh, so on the third day, yeah. she has tea with a leprechaun man. Oh, he's back. Yep, he's back. And he explains to her that uh, leprechauns are just one of the many different elemental spirits, right? Okay. Okay. There, there are many elemental spirits. And she actually, in, in, on one of these days, she wakes up and they're all in her room watching her. The leprechauns are the spirits? All the s- different spirits. Oh, like so one of each type. Yeah, there's, there's leprechauns, gnomes, uh, dwarves, Chomsky. goblins. There's ones called uh, devas, I think, which I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of that either. But the goblins are fucking funny. I love them. Uh, they, they, they wait for you to let your guard down and they feed on your life energy. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> they're little ugly fuckers. So anyways, so she, she's now aware of all of these and she now knows that they're all like elemental spirits. Yeah. They all help with different elements. It's the, the scene from Santa Claus too. It's the council of legendary figures. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I like that movie. It's a great movie. Really Unironically, like it is a yeah. fantastic movie. I love uh, Martin Short. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah, he's great. Isn't Martin Short in the third one? I don't Jack remember. Frost. Yeah. That's the third one. That is the third one. Yeah. The second one is the fake Santa Claus. Right. Elementals cannot create. Okay. Okay. So we touched on a little bit in the past with woo-woo books, but humans are the only beings able to create mm-hmm. other than the creator, who is the supreme being, God, whatever right. you want to call him. Right. Humans having free will are the only beings able to create things, uh-huh. right? As humanity expands, the elemental races diminish. Uh, people are kind of crowding them out. Okay. Deforestation. and Yeah. And the elementals are, of course, tied to the elements. Right. So the worse the climate gets, the worse their health is, right? Right, right. Wouldn't the fire elementals be doing pretty hot? <laughs> doing pretty hot, too. That was unintentional. <laughs> okay. So the elementals were asked by the ones who control their evolution if they would like to study human beings Uh in order to learn free will and become creators themselves. Now that's interesting. While remaining in their elemental evolution. So this is weird. Okay. So human beings are made of denser material than elemental beings. Right. And we have, we have a lower vibration because we suck. Right. Elemental beings have a higher vibration. They are much lighter. They are less dense. Yes. Which allows them to travel freely between dimensions. Right. 
Now, human beings have souls, right? We have souls and we have spirit. That is, that's two different things. Right. Elementals only have spirit. They don't have souls. Uh Uh-huh. Souls are very dense and heavy. Right. It takes a lot more energy to lift a soul, I guess. That's why your soul should reside outside. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. gotta ha- you gotta carry it on your back. Get yeah. that third person viewpoint. Exactly. We're back, baby. Turn this into an over the booty shooting. It's been so long, but we're finally back to it. God, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> so, why are th- these books the most interesting? I, I don't know. It, the, this was a this was a hard concept for me to grasp reading this book. Right. These differences. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like she's that great at explaining things. Right. And, and so, so human beings having a soul, which is tied to their free will, can create. Elementals can learn to develop their own soul. Uh-huh. But it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And that's what they mean by developing free will. Yes. Because uh, it's tied to the soul. Right. And human beings can also do the opposite. They can become elemental beings while retaining their soul. That's what Dame Judy Dench did in Riddick. Exactly. That's that. That's what uh, you know. The conversations, the Crystal Skull, the goal was the whole time. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Too, you had yeah. to raise your vibrations, become a being of light energy. Yep. You have ascended and maintained your soul, but you've become in almost like an elemental being. Right. Right. Now, <laughs> it says very explicitly that elementals and other beings cannot create. Right. But there are multiple moments in this book where they create shit out of nothing. This is one of many contradictions in this book. Well, aren't they, didn't you just say they were learning how to create? Some are, some aren't. Okay. I I might've made that sound like a generalization, but there are a select few who are learning to do that. Right. Yeah. One of them being the leprechaun man. Yes. But there's fucking other guys that just do shit. And mm. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. <laughs> I don't understand this rule set. They didn't create it. They just took it from somewhere else. But I mean, that's all human beings do. We just take raw materials and turn it into something else. Yeah. Nothing comes from nothing. We have ideas. We do have ideas. But the, <laughs> the, the, the whole concept of these elementals deciding to w- create free will how do they do that without free will? Yeah. How do you decide to even start without that? Yeah. It's what? <laughs> yeah. What? No. The 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 whole the whole stamp even having a a, a bargaining position with the leprechaun when they're like, hey, yeah. we've lived here for so long, you need to do some stuff for us if you're going to stay here yeah. peacefully. You have to have free will to enter into a bargain like that. Yeah. They had to have the idea to use leverage. Yeah. Of some kind. Yeah. Or to to re- make a request. Yeah. Like. <sighs> The, the whole concept of free will in all of these kinds of books is so nothing. Right. Well, it's, it, it, it is very difficult to write something that you haven't experienced, right? And, yeah. And humans have free will and don't really have experience not having free will. Yeah. Generally speaking, unless it was taken from somebody. Right. But uh, that is a very, very difficult thing to try and get across. Yeah. And it doesn't help when what you're trying to get across is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so. The leprechaun then tells her the condition yes. of staying there. Okay, yes. The condition is that the, the leprechauns will keep the more harmful elementals away from her. You mean the ones around the bed right now? Yeah, like the goblins yeah. and those fuckers that are want to feed on her. The devas. And uh, and in, in exchange, she will teach the leprechaun about humans and about free will. They've been around for a hundred years. How don't they know? Or hundreds of years. He's just getting around to it. How, uh, okay. He's just, it's a recent development. Okay. Why are you? Uh, whatever. <laughs> so a bargain is struck. 
Uh, in addition, he would help her with her enlightenment and teach her about elemental shit. So the next morning, she is eating toast, and the leprechauns just pop into existence across the table from her. And uh, she's like, why don't you eat with me? And they're like, awesome, free food. Yeah, we take those. So she, uh, she, she toasts up some bread, and then she spreads like a mix of honey and butter on it. Ooh, delicious. Awesome. And the way they eat the bread is very weird. Okay. They levitate it in front of themselves. So they levitate it off the plate and it's like hovering in front of their face. Uh Uh-huh. And then they do what they call absorbing the essence of the food. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, visually, this doesn't look like much. It looks like something dissolving off of the bread and entering their face. Okay. 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 But the bread looks the same when they're done. Yeah. And it tastes like less good, less nourishing. There's something missing from it now. Hmm. Um, this is not explained any further. Okay. This just happens. I, that's and interesting. The leprechauns uh, are, they they get really nauseous when she does that. So when they eat the essence out of it and then she eats the rest, they're like, oh, it's fucking gross. Oh my God. You're <laughs> eating the thing that I just ate. It's like, uh, like cracking open a sausage wrapper, eating the sausage and then somebody else eating the wrapper. Kind of. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's grosses them out. Yeah. So they don't, they don't yeah. usually stick around for that. They just take off. Uh, the male uh, leprechaun explains to her how they eat, you know, with the whole absorbing essence yep. and what they eat. Essence. They never eat anything that was once alive. Oh, cool. Okay. And so she's like, oh, so like, I love lettuce. So eating lettuce is still okay. And he's like, fuck no. <laughs> You're killing that thing. <laughs> don't eat lettuce. And she's like, what the fuck do I eat then? <laughs> like vegetables are out. And it's Bre- toast should be out because bread's made from grain. Grain, exactly. He's okay with grains. What? But lettuce is alive somehow. What? I don't know. I don't know. He makes exceptions to some foods and others are alive. Sounds so, like most vegans I know. Yeah. Uh, he's cool with milk and honey. Okay. Okay. Those aren't alive. He, he says he really likes eating potatoes, though. And the author is like, he's aha, Irish. Potatoes, they're alive, aren't they? And he's like, yeah, but what we do is we go to the potato plant and we ask if they have any children they're willing to give up to us. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. No, that makes it so much worse in my mind. That that doesn't... Calling them children. Why? And the potato plants are like, okay, guys, we got to give up another one. Like... Maybe little Jimmy, he's been feeling off. Oh, like, I was going to say Jimmy too. Oh, well, bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. It sucks being potato on this day. <laughs> so what? Uh, that's another contradiction. Uh, they're like, no, that's a lie. But uh, potatoes are kind of assholes anyway. We'll eat them. Yeah. As long as they decide which ones we eat. Yeah. It's, it's just fucking weird. I... <sighs> they love drinking alcohol. That, that fits a stereotype. Look, they eat potatoes and they drink alcohol. They're Irish. <laughs> uh, they're Do favorite... they also fight? Uh, no, they don't fight in here. They're all very peace-loving, surprisingly. Okay. So, okay. Uh, their favorite is mead because yeah. it's honey and they love honey. Yeah. Uh, but it's very hard to come by nowadays. Right. So right. they settle for Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you say, I don't know why. Every time you start a new sentence, yes. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. <laughs> And what? it's just not. Why do you think it's going to be good? Because I'm an optimist. Okay, and I'm like, it can't, it, it a, can't all be weird. You're a fool. <laughs> yeah. You're a fool. You're right. So the way they get a drink yeah. is when someone's at the pub. Okay. Uh, and their, their drink gets poured. Yep. 
before they can get it to their lips, uh-huh. the leprechaun will slip in there and suck out all the essence and take off. So everyone's just drinking shit Guinness. Yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, Guinness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind Guinness. As far as beers go, it's fine. I was never a fan. Uh, but yeah, they, what an asshole move. Yeah. Yeah. It, because of what they do, it apparently has, it's like less potent. Right. It is less flavorful. Like what a what a fucking asshole! Like, yeah, I can't that's just it. a you. You just said it's weird when she eats the the, yeah. the dead toast. It's also weird to suck out my drink goodness yeah. before I drink it. What the hell? So she writes an entire chapter about going to the market, uh huh, and buying a jumper. Oh, okay. And it is horribly uninteresting. Not what I thought she was going to buy, but fair. It's so fucking boring. Well, yeah. It's her vacation. It's clothes shopping. Yeah. Uh, the jumper is 55 euros, by the way. In 1997. In 1997. Pretty pretty expensive. Yeah. Now, the only important detail is that it is unique. It's one of a kind. Uh-huh. They're all handmade and made to look different. Right? Oh, that's cool. Yep. That's actually really cool. Yeah. I would totally buy one. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't wear jumpers, but you know. But in the next chapter, she gets back to the cottage. Uh-huh. And the leprechaun man is sitting on her couch wearing the exact same jumper. Oh, shit. Yep. And he's like, psych, bitch, they're all made in Korea. One of us is going to have to change. Uh, So in this chapter, he teaches her about manifestation. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that is? The creation of something. Yes, from thought. Mm -hmm. So using your thoughts to make something appear in front of you or something to happen, right? Uh, so that's where his jumper came from. Yeah. He manifested the same jumper she was wearing. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, and throughout this whole book, he just, he reads her mind. He knows what she's thinking before she says it. Uh, so essentially, the, he's like, if you believe hard enough, you can make anything appear. All it takes is your belief in your own ability to do it. That is it. Later, uh, the leprechaun teaches her about uh, past lives. Oh, cool. Hers or theirs or both? Just collectively what past lives are, okay. what they have to do with us. And this is another moment where she just pulls out a superpower and she's like, oh, yeah, I know about all my past lives. Oh. Yep. Well, she can read minds. Yeah. So she could read her own, apparently. Yeah. Does she read anyone's mind? She does. Yeah. Okay. She runs into people and she could tell exactly what they're thinking and it has nothing to do with body language or what they say. It's always get the fuck away from me. <laughs> what? Well, she she mentions when she was younger, she was with two of her quote unquote friends. Mm -hmm. One liked her and one didn't like her. Ah. So she knew that because she read her mind. Uh Uh-huh. Not because the one was just constantly an asshole to her. Yeah, no. It's just like, she said this one thing, but I knew she didn't mean it. I read her mind. It's like, okay. It's called sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) So they're talking about multiple lives. And she's like, I know about all mine. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know about all of your lives in this track. Oh. But not in all tracks. Okay. We talking multiverse? Essentially. I, that's the best. He he doesn't explain what tracks means, but I assume he means different timelines because the way they set it up is that your soul inhabits multiple lives simultaneously throughout history. So all oh. of your all of your past and future lives are being lived simultaneously, okay. but at different separate periods of time. But a track, I guess, is a different timeline. Okay. Or another universe, however you want to say it. Okay. 
that that's essentially what it is. I'm picking up what you're throwing down because there's a Star Trek novel that I read. It's the only one yeah. I've ever read that has to do with multiple timelines and cues in it and everything. And it's, it's actually a pretty yeah. decent book. Um, but it it doesn't label chapters. It does tracks. Track A, track hmm. B, track C. And I didn't know what it meant until I read it a second. I was so confused the first time I read it. It might be an actual but like, it was, theoretical thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's track A was the Captain Picard that we know. Track yeah. B is an alternate universe where Riker's in command. And okay. Track okay, C okay. is something like that. Like it was all very, very interesting. That's probably what this yeah, is. Yeah, I think I think it's 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 I think you're right. It's essentially just multi multiverse right. theory. Uh so the author has a vision of being a woman walking through a forest. Uh-huh. She's a druid. And uh, essentially, because she can hear the voices of all the things around her. This woman, in her vision, who is her, in the past, walks past a tall, thin man wearing green. The man asks her where she is going. She replies, I am going to my death. Metal. But why choose death? Something in my soul calls me to leave. What? Ah, a soul call. Well, we must obey that. What? <laughs> Hey, babe, where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to go die. What? Yeah, I just feel like I should die. Oh, I guess you better die. That's lit, fam. I, I'll see you on the other side. Mood. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Such a bizarre interaction. <laughs> the casual way he says, ah, soul call. Oh, it's, oh yeah, soul of course, call. Okay. A soul call. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you say, why, yeah. I mean, lead with that next time. So there's. So there's a very weird line. Uh-huh. Just one? Just one weird line about how elementals can feed on love the same way they feed on the essence of food. Interesting. So if you believe in and love elementals, uh -huh. that makes them stronger. They're like... This is the Santa Claus. Yeah. It's, I was going to say, it's like... We, we have believing is seeing. <laughs> we have if, if you believe... Oh, wait, no. I guess that's elf more than... Yeah, is elf, elf, is, elf is the one where he gets his power from people believing in him. Because there's no, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of incarnations of Santa Claus gets his power from belief. You're right, in right. Christmas Which I, I wonder if that stems from, I mean, because he's a um, mythical, right, you yeah. know, legendary figure, whatever. He's essentially an elemental creature. Yeah, I wonder if that stems, like, if if that part of his folklore stems from these these myths. Because there's, well there's be. a part of Santa Claus folklore that is very Irish and Gaelic. Yeah. I, I can only picture Tinkerbell. Like, you can only mm, fly yeah. if you believe. I do believe in fairies. I do. Yeah. I do. And then you have to fucking, like, applaud clap. her. Yep. Please clap. What a neat. I want pitch. a cut of Peter Pan where Jeb Bush is Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that. I will, I will start a GoFundMe for Dude, that. I'll, I'll work on that. We'll put it on our Instagram. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So they... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. There's the scene that she's dying. <laughs> yeah. And Jeb Bush's campaign is dying. Please clap. That's why he asked people Please. to clap. <laughs> so Jeb Bush is a fairy. Oh my God. It all makes sense. <laughs> so the author takes a bath. Okay. She decides, I'm not going to work on enlightenment today. I'm going to do a me day. Sure. She takes a really nice hot bath. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And she's planning on going out to dinner. Nice. Uh, to a little inn that she saw. Uh, that has great food, apparently. So she was like, I'm going to do that. Dope. Uh, of course, the leprechaun can read her thoughts. Yep. And just pops in whenever he wants. So he pops into her, her bathroom. Yeah. Natural. And he's like, oh, you're going out, I, I hear. Uh, you should take me along. 
because he wants to right learn he, about humans. He wants to learn and, about humans, and more specifically, he wants to learn about dates. Oh, what it's like to go on a date. So she's scrubbing up at the tub. Leprechaun shows up. Yep, and he's like, "Hey, take me along." And she's like, "What the fuck? I'm naked." Yep. And uh, but apparently, elementals have no sense of privacy. Clearly. So he's like, "Ah, fooey would ya? Hey, don't bother me none." Uh, it's- <laughs> You know, that classic line of when somebody's uncomfortable, they're saying, hey, please stop looking at me. I'm right. indecent. And then they say, nah, no, fine. it doesn't bother me. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. And this part gets really fucking weird. Oh, this part. I've made that joke already. Because <laughs> they, they get a little flirty. They get a little flirty. She is naked. And then he joins her in the bathtub. Okay. Is he still wearing clothes? No, he, he gets rid of his clothes. Jumps oh, in. that's even <laughs> weird. I don't know which one's weirder. I don't know. It's just fucking. I hate this part. Um, why? Why? So they're both naked in a tub together. Don't fuck the leprechaun. <laughs> they're they're a little flirty, talking about going on a date later. Yeah. By the way, this leprechaun is married. Yeah, and and has kids. Yeah, and has kids. How do they create kids? I, it's not clear. They don't really go into that. They do have sex though. And it's apparently very similar to how humans have sex because they there's the the stories of humans being drawn into the fae. Yeah. Oh yeah. With fairy yeah. folk yeah. and make love to them. Yep. And then they're booted out because they get old and ugly yep. and everyone they know is dead. That's all true. Yeah. According to this leprechaun. She goes out to eat. Uh the inn is called the unicorn, by the way. God damn it. <laughs> it's proof. And uh when she gets there, uh the unicorn is like, I want I want some alcohol, bitch. And she's like, Well, I can't order the leprechaun. The leprechaun says that. Okay, you said unicorn. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I'm sure. And at this point, I'm sure there was a unicorn in the vicinity yeah. that she could have talked to. Yeah, exactly. I have no doubt. Uh, leprechaun is like, I want some alcohol, uh, and she's like, I cannot order two glasses because then I'll look really weird to everyone in the inn. She's like, I, I can't do that. And he's like, Well, order the fucking bottle and just pour it, and then I'll drink, and then you can have some. So that's what they do. Um, and when she orders food, she's like, she, she's literally like, I'm ordering a steak and you better not say a fucking thing. <laughs> yes, queen. The, they talk about some of the other elemental things like gnomes, goblins, dwarves, that sort of Chomsky. thing. And some of them look really grotesque. Goblins, yeah. especially. They look ugly as fuck. Right. And so the leprechaun is like, you shouldn't judge them based on how they look. You said they were evil earlier. <laughs> well. He no, he didn't say they're evil. I would say they're fucking evil, but he just says, ah, they just don't like humans that much. Oh. He doesn't call them evil. They're not evil, they're just racist. Yeah, they're racist and they fucking feed on your life force. Yeah. They're vampires. Does it affect you when they feed on your life force? It's not clear. Okay. It's not clear at all. He's explaining to her they look ugly, but you shouldn't judge them based on their appearance. You're right. And he's like, it's the same for humans. You can't judge based on appearance. And then he says there are some very evil humans that do very terrible things, but people don't recognize their malevolence because they're very attractive. Now, this is somewhat true. Yeah. Hot people get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. Because they're hot. But mm-hmm. this is the biggest but I've ever said, by the way. Oh. But. Oh. The example the leprechaun gives. Okay. Is Hitler. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but like, have you seen, have you seen Hitler? I have. I would not call him remotely attractive. I don't know anyone who has called him attractive. No, no, not at all. Actually, 
But that's what he says. He's like, Hitler got away with a lot of shit because he was hot. And I'm like, what the fuck is this book? He got away with a lot of shit because he was very charismatic. Uh, impassioned, I guess. Yeah. Maybe charismatic. I don't know. He was on meth. <laughs> so he was able to do a lot of things. Right. Um, th- all this says to me is that the author thinks that Hitler's hot. <laughs> that's all that says to me. Yeah. I mean, he single-handedly ruined a style of mustache. So... At one point, the author asks the leprechaun his name. Ooh. And he said, because there's a thing about leprechauns. If you know their name, you have power over them. Yeah. Well, that's just fake creatures in general. Yeah. And he says, with a straight face, uh-huh. uh, my name is Lloyd. And uh, she calls bullshit because she can partially read minds. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It works on fake creatures too, apparently. Oh, wow. That's powerful. So she's like, yeah, she's, she's OP as fuck. She she's a Mary so Sue. Many, yeah, she. Yes, she's a Mary fucking Sue. So she calls bullshit. Yeah, and he's like, fine, and he tells her her actual name, which she has not put in the book. Oh, and the second he tells her his it's name, Stiltskin. No, it's not Rumble Stiltskin. It's Mister Gold. The second that um, he tells her his name, she can feel gates opening between their their essences. Right, the lifelines are connecting. Spirits. Yep. Right. Yep. 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 And she. She understands that since this has happened, she can now travel with him to any dimension he is capable of traveling to. Oh, wow. Together, right? Wow. She can't on her own, but with right, him, but with him, they now can because they have this connection. Bear but the touch of my hand and you shall be upheld. So in chapter 15, oh, the author meets her body elemental. Yo, body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. So... I don't know if I've been very clear, but Elemental's jobs is to uphold and grow things. So they take care of the trees and the water and the ground and right. the sky. Right. So they maintain those things and help them flourish. And people are fucking that up, right? Yep. Uh, but there's also body elementals, which mm-hmm. stay in your body and help it function. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. They are also the ones who maintain your soul over various lifetimes. So this is her interpretation of the guardian unicorn. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, and, and that's the reason you have memories, uh, over different lifetimes is because of the body elemental. They keep your memories for you. What's that? Do we have memories over different lifetimes? I mean, don't you? (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. I forgot. So she gets in contact with her body elemental who is very reluctant to talk to her, Hmm. which is surprising. You think you'd have a lot of tips. Yeah. I assume he, maybe she, maybe it. Um, I don't remember. They? I think it's it's not not gendered. Yeah. Okay. But she 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 ta- she she like goes inward with her senses. Yeah. And can sense the presence of the body elemental. Hmm. And is like, hey, what's going on? And the body elemental is just pretending like to go fuck. It, it's, yeah, it's like pretending it didn't hear her. And he's like, uh, I'm talking to you. And it's like, go away, I'm working. <laughs> what I got what? I got earbuds in. And and so oh, she, is this a soul call? <laughs> oh <laughs> so she asks the body elemental what what kind of work are you doing and the body elemental is like are you fucking stupid <laughs> i'm running your body valid valid and 100% they, valid they talk a little bit and it's not interesting it's just like i make your shit work it's sa- and i make your shit work I, yes i make your shit shit um it's fascinating to me that the conversation she's having with the being living inside her isn't interesting yeah, it is. How do you get to the point where where that sentence is real? <laughs> and and it's it's just so boring because the yeah. thing the thing doesn't want to talk to her. 
I guess, yeah, it's a one-sided conversation. It has a, it has a job to do, and it just wants to be left to do it. Yeah, that's a mood. And, <laughs> uh, so the leprechaun kind of talks to her about this afterwards and explains to her that it takes three days after your body dies for the body elemental to die, which it doesn't die. Okay, it just that moves, was, it yep. moves to another dimension to work on another part of your life or a different life. I don't know. Something like that. Next. Uh, it like punches out. (laughs) (laughs) Goes on break. I was like, man, that was a fucking long one. That was like 78 years. God damn. (laughs) Damn. As time goes on, they just get longer and longer. Uh, and so because, because it takes three days, that's why, and this is straight out of the book. I'm not making this up. Okay. That is why bodies are not buried Uh any sooner than three days. And that is, uh, well, hang on. That is also why it took Jesus three days to resurrect. Okay. <laughs> Can you explain this to me? Because I don't get it. Um, so there's two parts to this. Yeah. There's two parts. There's the, well, so there's one statement and then two uh, things that are, that are expounded off of it, right? Yes. The one statement is it takes three days for the body to fully die for your uh, elemental your body elemental to leave, yes. to punch out as it were. Yes. Okay. So the first statement was that's why bar- bodies aren't buried for three days, which is not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. That's not true at all. The reason it takes a few days, there's multiple, there's a multitude of reasons. doesn't always also take three days. Yeah. Time. No, like the biggest reason is you want to give the family time to get there. Yeah. For exactly. the funeral. Exactly. Another reason is logistics. Right. There's a lot of people that are dead. Yeah. There's a queue. Yeah. <laughs> like. Got to get the body two places. There's stuff you have to do to the body before you put it in the ground. That's true. If you're doing that. Right. You have to prep it. What happens to people who are cremated? I th- they don't cover that. I don't know. Yeah. But. Um, but the second part. Yes. About, about Jesus rising. Right. Right. Um, three days later. Because it took three days for his soul to punch out. Or his body elemental. Excuse yeah. Me, his body elemental to punch out. When he rose again. Yep. Is it the same body elemental? Uh, I, I guess he just doesn't have one, which how do you, how do you function then? That's, that's my question, right? Yeah, Cause like, know. is, is it the same body elemental or is it, is there no body elemental now? Or I, I think it's, it's because he ascended. He doesn't need a body elemental so he, anymore cause he doesn't have a body, but even though it technically is his body. Well, yeah, but it was his body, right? Cause yeah. he did the whole thing. His like, body was gone. Right. What? No, 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 no. It's not, I wasn't mean, his, in the tomb. Right, 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 right. His body wasn't in the tomb, and he did the thing where he's like, "Hey, touch me, it's me." Yeah, right. Like I, that. So is so so maybe maybe his body elemental. I'm gonna keep saying punched out. Right. And then because he had ascended, then when he came back, he was controlling the body. Sure. In a different dimension, like he's he's in a different dimension, <laughs> and he's controlling the body. Because his soul is now residing outside of the body. In a different dimension? Potentially in a different dimension. That's advanced. (laughs) Or he took the place of the body elemental. But doesn't the body elemental then go into the next timeline, right? It's like it's the next. Sure. The the next next iteration of that soul. Then that begs the question of whether Jesus did or did not have descendants. That's not something I'm getting into. Right, right. Um, But if he did, then... uh, 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 if, if, if he had like a reincarnation of his himself, yeah. then his body elemental would go in there, wouldn't it? But it left. So where did it go when it left? There's another problem. There's yes. another problem. What's the other problem? 
So according to her, uh-huh. the body elementals are what maintain your memories between lifetimes. Right, 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 right. But according to the other books I've read, yep. the ascended masters who are ancient Atlanteans who keep ascending and then right. lowering their vibration to become human again to right. help humanity. Jesus is on that list. Right. They maintain their memories all the time. Even after they ascend, they still have all their memories. Right. I remember that. So Jesus doesn't need a body elemental to hold his memories. What it, What if it's like... Um... What if it's like a flash drive, right? So you have, you have your, I, I, I'm, I'm putting this in terms we mortals can understand, right? Okay. You have your computer and you have all your files on your computer. Yes. From all of your lifetimes. Yeah. And you want to put specific memories into your new body. So you put right. them in a flash drive and then you plug the flash drive into the new body. Yeah. And that flash drive is the, the, the body, is the soul the, the body elemental. Okay, okay. Right? So he has all of his memories. He has the computer. Yeah. But his body still needs the flash drive. But he has it. Like, he has access to the computer at all times. But his... I kind of want to move on. Yeah, let's... We, <laughs> we're expending too much energy on this. I don't know why I'm talking so much about that. I don't know. Out of all of... we <clears throat> Has she banged the leprechaun yet? Cause, no, uh, I don't think she ever did. Good. I mean, they were in... No, whatever. So, at this point in the story, the leprechaun actually takes her to his own world. Oh, cool. The world of the elementals. Uh Uh-huh. Sounds like a horrifying place. As soon as they get there, uh, they meet a tall, bearded wizard. Dope! This is wizard in quotes. Oh. Because he's tall, he's- He's actually a clan member? (laughs) Well, he does have a pointy hat. Oh, no. Yeah, he has a a long beard, he has a really tall staff, and says he has a cone-shaped hat. Hell yeah. It doesn't say any brim, so I'm just picturing a dunce. <laughs> yeah, cap. no, it's it's uh, it's Merlin from a kid in, uh, yeah, from, from that, Sword in the Stone. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. So uh, that's what she sees. He also has uh, a fire insignia on his chest. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to Flavortown. So elementals don't have body elementals themselves. That because, makes sense. Because they don't have uh, souls. Right. Uh, and because of this, they don't have any memories of their past lives. They do reincarnate, but they have no memories of what they were before. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So she she meets some of the other elementals. Mm-hmm. She meets water, uh, which gives off a very serene energy. Okay. Um, but is also pretty pretty hard on her. Like, you know, mm-hmm. oceans are a mess. Uh, you guys need to deal with that. Come on. And this is my fault, personally. <laughs> well, they kind of they talk to her like that. Like, yeah. when she meets the earth elemental, he immediately is like, fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking human bitch. Like, I'm not joking. He nice. is rough on her. Yeah. Imagine that. The ground is rough. And then the earth elemental takes her to court. What? <laughs> this is a real thing. Okay. He takes her to court under the charges of oh, no. destroying and contaminating the earth. Damn. And everything in it. <laughs> wow. And she, of course, is like... Bruh, I, that, I didn't do shit. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I've had one steak in the past three weeks. Yeah. And so she is taken to court and they- I recycle. They deliberate over this for a while. Yeah. And eventually they come to a verdict of not guilty by way of ignorance, but they're still going to treat her like she's guilty. <laughs> We're not going to say you're guilty, but fuck you. Yeah, exactly. So her sentence- is to write a book about her experiences. 
This is so meta. Ta-da! This is so meta. We've arrived. Ah! Time to get off. No, Just not some yet. Mark not Zuckerberg yet. walk by. Uh, and she, of course, says, oh, okay, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> I, I'll do that. I'm going to include a chapter about it to Jumper, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, it's a dope Jumper. And, and the whole reason for writing a book is that she needs to let humanity know what they're doing is wrong right. and to stop it and come together and heal the earth, right? Right. One night, as she was getting ready for bed, a man in a black suit appears in her room. Oh. We talking like tuxedo suit or like... It's not clear. It just says black suit. Okay. Uh, he is kind of slender, not really more average build, but he does have very long, slender fingers. Ooh. He has an oversized head. All right. Which is completely hairless. Oh. And he, he quote, has blind eyes. It's just slender, man. Basically. <laughs> but this is 97. This is before Slender Man. Yeah. So he sits with his hands clasped in his lap. Uh, and she's like, who the fuck are you? He ignores that question. Yeah. And just starts telling her shit. He's like, I am from the center of the earth. Oh. My race is responsible for bringing about the sentience of this planet. So he just starts like, he just gives like an exposition dump. Okay. He's like, here's who we are. We've been here for a long time. Yep. We, we see everything that happens on the earth. And this is our job is to go from planet to planet and make them sentient. Occasionally we hunt people looking for pages. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are his, his notebook like instructions on oh, how yeah. to do it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. fucking God damn it. So he tries to teach her, mm-hmm. like he, he, he takes her outside. Oh, uh, nice. she, for some reason she feels comfortable around him and he takes her outside and up the lane. Okay. And it's really dark outside. Spoopy. And he takes her to the graveyard. I object, but, little, but go on. A little ominous. Ominous. And then he stops by a hedge row. Okay. And he, he tries to teach her how to pass her hand through. Cause he's like, look, I could do it. And he passes his hand through the hedge, like completely. Yeah. And like, he wasn't even there. And he's like, it's easy. You just have to take all of your particles and move them to the center of your being so that they're more spread out. And pass through the the right. solid object. She tries several yep. times yeah. and keeps failing miserably. Hmm. And he gets. I wonder why he gets really mad at her for sucking ass. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "You suck! What the hell? What are you doing here? You can't even do that." He's pretty hard on her, honestly. I mean, yeah. So a couple of nights later, he's like, "God damn it! We'll try this again another time." No, oh, okay. a couple of nights later. She goes to the graveyard. Yeah. Uh, I think these are, I I kind of forget. I think they were instructions from him. He was like, on this night, you have to go to the graveyard. And there's like, she has like this initiation trial. Mm -hmm. It's raining. It's a moonless night. It's pitch black. Nice. She has to make her way to the graveyard. Uh Uh-huh. And then she has to sit under this little shelter made of rocks. And it has a fucking name. And it's for sheep. It's for sheep to get out of the weather. It's like really small. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I don't remember what it's called, but she has to go sit under it. Yeah. And await further instructions in the middle of this like storm. That seems legit. So she goes out, she walks to the graveyard and she is suddenly ambushed by a bunch of knife wielding ghosts. Jesus. This is my favorite part of the book. Why do ghosts need to shank people? They're ghosts. They're pissed off and they want to stab her and they're trying to get close to her. And she puts up a shield with her aura to keep them back. Okay. Not explained. This is yeah. also this is also a superpower she has always had. And and there's a scenario where 
a man is berating a woman for something she didn't do. Uh-huh. And so she steps in to defend her and the man tries to berate her, but her shield keeps him at bay and he becomes afraid of her and walks off and everyone clapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all, there's a lot of those stories. There's a lot of those stories. So anyway, she uses her shield to keep the ghost back. And then a voice inside of her tells her to, to not do that. They're like, no, let down your shield, use your love to talk to them. You need to, Tell them that they're dead because they don't understand that they're dead. There are angels waiting to take them away, but they still think they're alive. They have to accept it. Yeah, they have to accept it. Yep, yep. Classic. Classic. So she 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 lowers her shield and one of them immediately steps up to like stab her. Yeah. And she kind of grabs him by the wrist and she's like, fucking stop. Cut that out. Bruh. No, I don't mean cut that out. I mean, cut it out. <laughs> and then she tells them, hey, you're all fucking dead. And they're like, no, we're not. And she's like, bro, look at the tombstones. Read the names. You're dead. And then they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then they go away. All right. Okay. <laughs> look, you said we were going to get to ghosts later. Yes. I- I'm not disappointed. That was actually pretty entertaining. It was a pretty good adventure. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact they've just been hanging around these gravestones and they've never looked at them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. look at them and they're like, ah, fuck. I guess we have to go now. Uh, so after that, she goes and sits under the thing in the rain. Yep. Uh, there's a, after a little while, there's a voice that tells her you've done well, leave your glasses in there and then go back home. So she does it. She gets home. She peels off her wet clothes, goes to bed. And the next day she gets her glasses back and then she returns to Canada and she continues her friendship with the leprechaun to this day in Canada, in Canada. He can go wherever he wants. Oh, that's true. That's true. And she can go with him. Uh, exactly. So there's a few things I have to say about this book and the author. I know we haven't got the rating yet, but I'm going to say I don't like this book. Okay. I don't. Um, I think the- you're pretty generous on the other woo-woo yeah, books Yeah, no, the other, the other ones are, uh, yeah, no, I, the other ones were somewhat interesting to me. Yeah. And it was, the authors seemed like, the, the authors of the other books seemed like they were genuinely crazy, like they believed their own bullshit. Right. This did not feel at all that way. The, the way this book was written, and I don't know if I can adequately describe this, this book feels like it was written as a fiction story, but for whatever reason, she decided to spin it as a true story. The language in this book is so colorful, uh-huh. it borders on like cartoony, stereotypical adventure story thing, and like... She, like we said before, she is a Mary Sue. Everything she does is correct. Yeah. And she has all these superpowers. And there's multiple moments in the book where an elemental is starting to explain something to her. And then she just rattles off what it is. Like, let's say that she had never seen a television before. Mm-hmm. And the leprechaun was like, that's a television. And she's like, oh, and you take the remote to turn it on. You can flip through channels to watch all sorts of stuff like TV she and movies. She just has like and instant just, understanding. Yeah. And that's like all throughout this book. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. No, there's nothing really. The other ones were like, they were wholly ignorant of what they were learning about. And the elemental beings or light beings were telling them all this stuff. And I was like, that makes sense. You know, if you're into that. Right. Exactly. But this is like, no, she just somehow gets everything understands everything can do everything because i'm pretty sure eventually she learns how to phase through things which i would love to see her demonstrate that yeah that's very interesting i would i would love to see her demonstrate anything can't do it when you're watching (laughs) yeah so so i i really i really don't like this author 
I think this this book is a hundred percent bullshit, and I am not convinced that she believes any of this. Interesting. Yeah, we've we've said this every episode, but like, there's a certain point where you have to question if they if they believe what they're writing and if they believe what they're selling, right? Or if they're just really smart and good at manipulating people into buying things. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 hard to tell. And ah, fuck, there's a so a very common trait in these types of books that we've discussed before is severe narcissism. Right. These people think they are the shit, and she is no exception. She like everything she says in the book is like the perfect amount of witty and like innocence and i don't know it just bugs me it's like everything is just too perfect too happy too fanciful the descriptions are too like nice and flowery Mm -hmm. and it's like this is none of this happened you had a vacation in ireland right like i i don't believe for a second any of this happened to you and you did a lot of peyote i i really really didn't like this book it was very very boring right it it didn't there wasn't a narrative, no. Which there kind of was with the skulls because she, it kind was her of. developing her understanding. Yeah, but like you said, this this person already understands everything. Even the the Scientology book grew in in what it presented you. It started with the basics and then expanded yeah. from there. The How to Goodbye Depression, I remember nothing <laughs> of. That was a fever dream. I remember ex- exactly zero of yeah. Goodbye Depression. Um, and then the other one, what was the other one? Magic. The Magic of Unicorns, unicorns. Um, also had a bit of a narrative in its understanding because it started with uh, the, the base premises. interacting with a unicorn for the first time. Exactly. And, and then growing from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one, it, the the author just clearly understands everything already and doesn't present it in a way that it's, does, she, she presents it in a way that it sh- seems like it should already be known. Yeah. You should yeah. already know this. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah. And the character is never like... She is never caught flat-footed or off guard. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Because she already knows everything. Yeah, it's just infuriating. Yeah. Each week, we give the book that we read a rating. Our ratings consist of normally one to five levels, but we kind of added five more levels the last time, but then we kind of got away from them. Yeah, I would love to add five to each of the levels at some point. That'd be interesting. It would be. So you would choose your your main rating and then give it a sub-rating? Yeah. That, but we wouldn't explain kinda, all the ratings. It's complicated, man. Yeah. Or maybe a brand new sub rating every time. So uh-huh. I could say it's an IKEA manual, but it's it's one of the ones that has the whole blown up shot. So if you get lost, you can look at the blown up shot. Oh yeah, but it's also like missing page three. Yeah. So something like that where you just add a little qualifier okay. to we make can it do interesting. That. We can do that. Um so we have we have our lowest rating, which is toilet paper. Um not worth anything but the paper it's printed on, if that uh two is a shampoo bottle it's it's there you you know it's better than not reading anything uh three is an ikea manual uh competently written or entertaining not both uh four is a kindle pick um worth picking up electronically discounted something like that uh and then five is a uh hardcover um first edition uh collector's item (laughs) you you gotta own it conor mcgregor what is (laughs) your rating um I, I'm afraid I have to give this a toilet paper. Okay. There was nothing about this that was believable mm-hmm. like the other ones. Right. At least for the other ones, I could see them believing it. Right. Right. I do not see this woman believing this stuff at all. Yeah. I think it is wholesale lies. It, it presented itself as a work of fiction. Like that's, that's the, yeah, kind the, of. the idea that I got from it. Yeah. It's, that's what it felt like to me. It felt like she wrote a story 
Nobody wanted it. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, this is a true story and it happened to me. Right. And I have a leprechaun friend and then someone published it for her. Right. That's what it felt like. It's It, it never felt like an experience she had. It felt like a fictitious story. And unfortunately, there was not enough of the woo-woo stuff that I found interesting. It was either stuff I already knew or just stuff reskinned, repackaged. Right. Um, I really wanted leprechauns to be actual little physical, like, gremlin creatures. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're just elementals, which is boring as fuck. Right. Uh, I was hugely disappointed with this book. I really expected a lot more of it. Um, thankfully, there was some interesting moments, like taking a bath with a leprechaun. Yeah, that was weird. That happened. Re- referring to Hitler is really hot. That uh-huh. was interesting. Getting shanked by ghosts? Yeah, getting shanked by ghosts. But I'll have to give it a toilet paper. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. Okay. And I think it's a worthless book. Yeah. And I would send it back if I could. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Yeah. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode for what it is. Yeah. Uh, if you did, please, please write to us at a page too far gmail.com. That's a P. A, a P. It's a P. It's a page T-O-O far at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also get in touch with us on Instagram slash a page too far or twitter.com slash a page too far. Yep. Uh, however you reach out to us, we'll get it. And we desperately want to know your feedback. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Let us know. Yeah. We also have a Patreon. We're kind of looking at shaking things up on that. Yeah, we're trying to decide how to redo the tiers. Yeah. If you have if you have feedback on that too, let us know. Uh, let us know what you would like to see in, in the Patreon. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking at changing different things, but we have, we have movie commentaries, we have bonus episodes, we have outtakes, we have footnotes where if we usually, those are like, we tell a story or, or go on a tangent that ends up being a little too long to keep in the episode. Um, those are great. I love our outtakes. I, I listen to them regularly. Uh, there's stuff that, that doesn't make it into the episode for one reason (laughs) or another. Um, and then, uh, we also post our episodes, uh, at least a day early on the Patreon feed. So you can get them if you, if you just can't wait. And we put we put a lot of work into the show. So hey, if you can support us, please yeah. do. Um, there is no obligation. Please do not feel pressured if you cannot. We're we're going to be doing this whether or not we're getting money. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, the more money we make doing this, the, the more we can commit. Better we can make. Yeah. The more we can make, and the better we can make it. Exactly. Hashtag. I fucking ah, forgot hashtag themed again. I even wrote it in my notes. This you did. You wrote themed. I saw. Yes. That. I was, God I was damn waiting it. for it. But you know what? Themed. Hashtag Bobo lives. Hashtag Bobo lives. Hashtag Patty O'Connor O'Brien O'Sullivan. <laughs> Hashtag leprechaun baths. Hashtag leprechaun baths. Hashtag Hitler is fucking hot. <laughs> Maybe not, <laughs> Maybe that, not one. that one, but uh, it was worth a shot. I mean, if you want to throw that out there, you can, but like, don't tag us. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sexy Hitler. I'm sure that's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing too. Yeah. <laughs>